When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How about the cure of Friday? I'm in love with you. How do we just bring it up? That's not the same feeling. To 1972. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Donnie, it wasn't 72. why don't you introduce that deep track as a DJ? It wasn't 72. What was it? It was late 70s. Donna Summer was in that movie. Thank God it's Friday. She said yeah. last Sorry, dance. Sorry, Donnie, to ruin your buzzkill. We oh, always right. expect Friday. I'm in love with you by the Yeah, that's cure. not a happy song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, it's Friday. It's the I'm Laurie in love with Julia you. Show. So let's <laughs> go Welcome. on with the show. Welcome. Apparently, we're supposed to have some rain. Tomorrow, we're having daylight savings. Yeah. Turn turn back your clock. That's right. Lots of things happening. It's going to be very good for our circadian rhythms and not You've being been... so tired in the morning. No, really. Everyone is so sleepy and tired. I had to watch Casey again scuba sleep his way through his lessons last Do we night. think that he's stayed awake enough? I mean, Lori, isn't it just like a two-day class to get certified? Why is it such a it, Because, Joy, a it's, dang, it's, you know, you have to get a doctor to sign up on your health. Scuba diving is not just, you like know. it used to be. No, it's not snorkeling. And, I mean, it's. Really? That, yeah. uh, Lori, thank yeah. you. Donnie, did you know scuba like diving is not can, snorkeling? Because anyone can yeah. jump in and Take snorkel that. as long That's as you true. can swim. Yeah. Well, you got, it's got to be safe. Yeah, it's got to be safe. Yeah. So he had to, he had to get a, uh, go get a physical and get a doctor to sign off on something. He's really? in the pool for like starting tonight, but he did um, go to work. And, and watch the DVDs in and, the basement. And what I consider, it's probably, I envision it being some type of a broom closet. Yeah. If you're the head maintenance oh guy yes. at a building, you know, it's just a tight, a tight confined space. space where mm-hmm. I can only imagine the fingerprints because he's been bringing brown schweiger and pepperoni sandwiches oh, every morning for his 5 a.m. <laughs> breakfast. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds so, so good. With these classes, how deep will he be allowed to go? Do they have a limit? Well, in the feet. pool, it's just the pool. So <laughs> well, tonight, that, that's what, 12, 10, yeah. 12 feet? Duh, just, duh, duh. I don't want just, just giving a blonde answer to a blonde question. But he means, is Why there is a, a depth? question? No. I don't know. I'm okay. not getting certified. I'm not reading this. I, it's not like the boiler instructor. You the don't have he, to do the quiz? I don't have to help him with the homework <laughs> like I did with the boiler when he got that license and that I could have passed that test by the time we are done. So I don't know anything about anything uh, except that uh, he's got very long flippers and he's tonight for three hours, tomorrow for eight eight hours and three hours on Sunday. I'm just curious. I'm trying to think of even how long you go down for like 20 minutes at a time. I don't even have have a concept. I have no no desire to do this. Really? My sister and her 
Let's see, my youngest sister and her third husband, they got into scuba diving. I love that husband count in Lori's family. <laughs> but that was number 14. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they scuba dived like in Jamaica and they went to the Caymans and they really loved it. They bought the scuba gear and then they scuba dived in Lake Superior. And then my sister's desire for scuba diving ended at about the same time as her appetite for that. That's been, but it did coincide <laughs> with with the lake diving. Yeah, you know, right? Because there's a lot of wrecks well, to be scuba dived apparently in Lake Superior. Well, of course, I learned when you when you sail around the Apostle Islands by Bayfield, Wisconsin, and in that area, it is called the Caribbean of the North. The shipwrecks? No, just how clear the water, water is. is. When mm. we went sailing, there was no wind either. Mm. So it was so hot, but the water, you could see all the way down. That must have been an amazing trip. It was gorgeous. It was really yeah. fun. It was fun. I like sailing a lot. Yeah. It's fun. So anyway, so he's, you know, just. He's all in. He's 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 all in, Joya. That's he's all obsessed with this. He's kind of obsessed with Okay. It. So I was kind of glad because then I was able to watch Scandal. Which was so good last night. <sighs> I love that show this year. Well, it's the final season. I know. And it's just Olivia, on fire. Olivia is her coat game and hair oh, game. She's gorgeous. Is so on fire. She's gorgeous. And even Melly as first lady, you know, is really looking fetching. Very, very chic. Very fetching. Yeah, very good. So and Cyrus making out with that guy. I know. What about, I was thinking about this, so there's a kiss that happens, I'm not going to say what, um, last name, scandal. scandal, in the Oval Office. Who would ever kiss someone in the Oval Office with all the cameras, with everything that goes on in there? I, I don't know that we know that there are cameras but in why there. Why would there be cameras? It's a, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a private office. It's a private office. Do you think that's the one place in the White House that you're not being taped? I, I have no idea. I I, do I just thought know. these things. Like yeah, because no, that would be it's an easy TV. way to bug someone. Yeah. It's a t it's a television show. Is it Lori? Yeah. Oh God, so, Lori is just giving us all these. Giving you the blonde oh, answers to your blonde questions. Pig, pig. Well, it wasn't a blonde question. <laughs> yes, it was. Why well, asking how deep he can go? Because it depends on how much oxygen is in his tanks. And no, we've moved on from that, Donnie. <laughs> just okay. keep up, okay? Oh, for God's keep sakes, oh, Julia! Let's oh. keep asking your blonde questions today, all right? Oh my gosh! Well, hey, we'll just see. This is. I hope the show goes better than this. I wish you understood. I wish you would have watched How to Get Away with Murder because, like, two things happen that are. I'm just scratching my head on, and I need to discuss. But you didn't get it. You you slept through that one. Well, I was trying to stay up for it, and I have absolutely... It was your circadian rhythms you wanted no to go to bed No food in night? my house. What do you mean? Did you eat it all? <laughs> I don't shopped? have anything. You haven't shopped for a while? No. Well, I mean, single. I had cucumbers and some kale, you, and I, I just applaud. really didn't want to have cucumbers and kale. I applaud, because this is what a single woman's refrigerator should look like. I have Nothing, wine, maybe some eggs, some sparkling wine. water, water, cream for my coffee. Yeah, any eggs? Yeah, I guess I have those. Yeah. You know, that's that just takes need. time. That's all you need. But Little I literally cheese. couldn't find anything. So I I bought some almond butter, peanut butter, and I was just trying to eat a couple spoonfuls because I just wanted something sweet or something. And I'm laying down and I put my fork in the almond butter kind and of thing. it hard? Oh, it's oil and it just goes all over <laughs> me. I'm like so gross. But I mean, that is the, how deep I had to search for a treat. Yeah, that's not much of a treat. It really you wasn't. You should come should to my house. It. No, because I only want one little something. Yeah. Um, I got a little um, tiny. Um, oh, Lori bought treat for us today. I did Pearson's. Not oh, no, oh, a salted nut roll or a nut goodie. 
Yeah, but it is the special kind they only make. Is you it know, the maple one? No, the maple is the regular one. It's the caramel sea salt. Oh, yummy. Oh, nice. Where did you get that? Was that your food candy you handed out? Uh, this is being handed out by uh, HR here at the building. Oh, I went down there and raided that <laughs> thing yesterday. Oh, to keep it out. Don't put it back away. That sounds so good. I know. I That's a yummy sea salt nut goodie. Mm-hmm. Everything, yeah, they, is, everything is sea salt. Next year, everything is going to be chili pepper or something. Sea salt and caramel is the key yes. combination. Yum. That, that I go, oh, yeah, I probably better try that. Yum, All right, listen, we got to go. Uh, this is our story we can't get enough of. Donnie said it was the most awful audio we've ever Twelve, made him listen to. 18 minutes of TV that he's ever watched. We won't do that much. In 15 years. Yeah. Yes. That's really quite a claim. We'll, Hands right, down. we'll, we'll right let right you back. decide. The radio home of, hey, is that new show on Netflix any good? My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Okay, so last night, um, Jennifer Lawrence was hosting the Jimmy Kimmel show. And um, we'll get to our outfit in a second because it was a combination of, it was a mullet dress. Business at the neck mm-hmm. and party at the boob. It was an awful outfit. I <laughs> don't know really... who picked it out first. She had like a white men's shirt tied right at the neck. The neck and then a black sexy dress under that. But the shirt was like a white Oxford shirt with sleeves and then just tied real up tight. At the neck. And then I it wanted went... to like it. I did too because when she stood up she had such a cute figure and stuff. But no, it didn't work. It looked like an afterthought. It did. It looked like a... a a shawl men's business shirt. It yeah. didn't work. And, and Jennifer Lawrence has always proclaimed for quite a long time that when she gets nervous about the world, and, and there's many of us who, are, many people are nervous about the world, uh, you know. Um, Whatever. The, well, there's many things. People are coming for the birth control. We've got unhinged things happening, and we don't know what's going to happen. And so people, like my brother uses tennis. That's okay. what he watches mm-hmm. to get away from it all. He mm-hmm. loves when tennis is on. What Jenna, do you use? Uh, I probably go to Bravo. Uh-huh. I go to the world of Bravo. And um, um, Jennifer Lawrence goes to Keeping Up with the Kardashian. Right. That's where she goes to veg out and forget about everything happening in the world. So she was like beside herself. And they gave Kim three segments. That which Kim is like Kardashian 20, was her first guest. Her only guest, yeah. Julia. It was her only guest. She gave her 20 minutes. Okay. She's crazy for She's crazy for her and i thought my opinion on the interview was that i thought it was charming donnie's opinion that it was what the worst television i've ever seen in my life i awful. liked it i thought the they were so cute it was awful i didn't think it was i thought it was empty-headed oh, vacuous. but that's what the kardashians are <laughs> right, I, I thought it was like charming that. and sort of cute the way they were totally. going and that she had great questions for her. like i loved the first question about reggie bush Okay, Reggie Bush was Kim Kardashian's first husband or boyfriend. It was her boyfriend, and um, I think the deal was that was kind of really showing that one of the reasons why Kim so quickly got involved with Chris Humphreys is that she got the press back on her after she and Reggie broke up. And then she and Chris Humphreys were able to use that to, you know, they did the multi-million dollar wedding special. And right. took away from the fact that this guy had bro- dumped her. Right. You right. Know, she got, re- she reclaimed her storyline all the while with Chris Humphreys. She's got Kanye on the side. So Jennifer Lawrence has this infight. Good. She's as a fan. She knows. So her questions are coming out like in the right 
order, I thought. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Kim's story about hacking people's voicemail. Let's take a listen to that. One thing that a lot of people might not know if they haven't watched every single episode from the time <laughs> the show has started um, is that you, you run Instagram and social media, but you're also a bona fide hacker. Totally. Like I'm you retired. Are- so yeah. I in trouble. I'm fully retired. But tell me about those but, days. Um, yeah, I used to be like the go-to spy that everyone would call and try to get info on their boyfriends or husbands or but whatever. But how did you get it? What did you do? Um, I just probably was in a really insecure, untrusting relationship, and I had to oh, use going my that skills. Far back. Yeah, yeah. No, it's far back. <laughs> it's not like that anymore. I, I don't hack anymore. There is this service that I figured out that you can call someone's number and make it look like it's anyone else's number calling them. So um, what I figured out is how to get into the voicemail system is if you call the number but make it look like it's your own number calling, it tricks the system and gets right into the voicemail system. We're screwed now that there's texting because no one leaves voicemails anymore, but I got some dirt back in the day. Total creeps are screwed. (laughs) I got major dirt back in the day. Wow, so do you think that you could, like, hack, like, a president's Twitter and maybe, like, stop a war? Like, you could save the world. Well, that, of course, happened last night. Yeah. And yeah, some, um, some a, Twitter employees suspended Donald, real Donald, Donald Trump's, Trump's account for, for 18 a, minutes or oh, something. It was like just people had but, a peace. But the thing <laughs> we didn't about have to worry. the thing about Kim Kardashian is she's so pretty. She is just so pretty. Yeah, I think she looks absolutely beautiful. And um, I, Quinny, I the mean, thing she hacked, she found out her boyfriend was meeting another girl and was in town when he told her it was another I think it was Reggie Bush. Oh okay. And the thing and the comment was. about Reggie Bush that we never got to was that um she said his new wife looks exactly like you. That's right. Yeah. Which she does. Mm-hmm. She, she really does. does. Uh okay, so let's play the next one, Donnie. Have you ever been cheated on? Yes. How did you find out? Um my hacking skills. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I got into the voicemail thing, and it was on my birthday. I was at dinner with all of my best friends, all put it on speakerboard, wondering, like, where my boyfriend was. His voicemail, he was flying in town to meet another girl on my birthday <gasps> and lied to me that he was in a different city. Ooh. Oh, my God, that's yeah. like a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's awful. I'm sorry that happened. Did you marry him? <laughs> Did you marry yeah, him? Yeah, funny, no, 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 no. funny, funny, funny. And, and Kim did give throughout the whole 18 minutes. She was she was diplomatic, but I feel like this is Kim's authentic self. She is just this person. And I thought Jennifer Lawrence was very quick and fast with her company. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I thought she was fun. I thought I, it was totally fun. They yeah, were cute. Yeah, I thought so too. Let's just play the last one, make Donnie suffer through one yeah. more. <sighs> okay, that so bad. what do you guys like think about Black China? Um, you know, I was, I always said when someone was going to ask me, you know, Dream is going to see this one day. And so I think it's just super respectful to just not say anything about, you know, my niece's mom. Got it. That was really. Dream is going to see this someday. But you know what? That's really. I think that was really lovely, though. That's a diplomatic, a good way to do it when you're in a reality family and everything's on TV. Absolutely. And you save your trash talking for the show, Julia. I thought it was not for the couch. A lovely way to do it. But the story that I thought was so funny is that. you know how she was in a New York. Do, do we have the one where they met no. in New York City at the hotel and no. and um, who? Jennifer Lawrence just fanned Kim Kardashian like I love you, I love you, and then went up to the, her room. They were in the room together, and she took off her dress dress and said um jennifer lawrence said i want kanye to style me so bad so bad can you get him and then kim comes back into the closet to find her and she doesn't have clothes on and she's like well i don't think he'll do it now yeah right. you know because i don't think the kardashians she, kim doesn't drink no no they her mom drinks her mom's drinks but none chloe drinks courtney drinks kim is not a drinker she's never, she was yep. a pretend drinker the year that she was the face of Midori. Oh, you have to be. But that's just liqueur. melon liqueur. Right. And really, you could drink a whole two glasses of that and probably not catch a bus. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, I I, th- I thought it was um, I thought it was a charming. And interview. I thought Jennifer Lawrence as a host was great. She was. She read the cue cards great. She had good timing. But the thing that made me laugh is when she did the man on the street and went out on Hollywood Boulevard and said, can you tell me five movies that Jennifer Lawrence has been in? I couldn't even personally think of five that she's been in. So well, I thought five was excessive. Hunger, Yeah, that was a lot because you could say Hunger Games and Silver Linings Playbook. And that's it. The Hustle. Yeah, but not yeah. everyone saw that. I mean, they no, really. Yeah, yeah. It was five a was a big stretch. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why they did it because they knew no one would be able to do five, and they right. wanted to get good making fun of. I her wonder who the, who's the host tonight, or are they all done for the week? Uh, no, I think Kimmel is on tonight. Well, we'll find so that out when we a, come back. Yeah. Well, we're not going to find out when we come back to oh, you. We're God, moving on. Over. We're moving on to the Joan Rivers Confidential Book. It's that time. Oh. My Talk 1071. Everything. We're going to roll out the friggin' red carpet. It's time. George, come here. Say your name. You say my name. <laughs> to take a walk down the red carpet. Look at her bubbly butt. With Lori and Julia. Oh, John Paul. Aaron Paul. Aaron John. John Aaron. This is a walk down the red carpet on My Talk 1071. Let's take a walk. Walk, walk, walk. 
I love the walk down the red carpet because, of course, uh, we have uh, Scott Curry with us, and he and Melissa Rivers have put together this amazing coffee table book, Joan Rivers Confidential, and we would be nowhere on a red carpet without Joan Rivers. Hi, Scott. Hi, Hi Scott. how are you? We are so good, and we know who you are from watching Joan's reality show. Oh, yes, I've been in a few episodes. <laughs> yes, you were. This book is amazing. Oh. Thank you. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of book. The publisher kept saying, there's too much in it. A book has to breathe. But I couldn't figure out why a book needs to breathe. They don't need to breathe. And People, when you turn the pages, there's breathing going on. It's <laughs> lovely. Exactly. There's plenty of air in between the pages. I think people should get their money's worth. Right, I agree. So t- describe how you and Melissa, you know, how this book came to be and just a little bit about the book. Because it's just, if you're a Joan Rivers fan, this is the must-buy book. It, it really really captures everything. You know, Melissa wrote her uh, a great book um, soon after uh, Joan yes. passed, and it was, it was such a wonderful story about their lives together. And so we really didn't think, she didn't think there was another book, but when we were cleaning out the apartment, we just sort of kept finding things sort of like, you know, you'd find at the entrance, the door of, a, of an Egyptian pyramid, you know, <laughs> and then we'd, we'd start finding something else, and we would find a scrapbook, and then we'd find a photo album, and then um, we actually started to clean out some of the storage facilities and found boxes and boxes and boxes of material, and just sort of, you know, I, I said, I really think there's a book here. So I pulled a little bit from each era, some of the Carson transcripts, some of the joke files, some photos, some of the letters that were in her files, and put together a proposal, and it sold in a day. So it turns out there is a book. Yeah, oh, it is, and it's Joan Rivers Confidential. It's a beautiful coffee table scrapbook of everything Joan Rivers. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and she did save everything because, I mean, you've got Playboy interviews in here and National Enquirer and Page Six. I mean, she really saved everything that she did, her jokes, her report have, card. Uh, and, and then all the stuff that isn't in there, I can, I can share with you privately her fur coat storage bill from 1969, Bergdorf Goodman. How much was it? Uh, it was one hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> but so, these fo- the photos too are uh, many of we've never seen these uh, no, pictures. And you know what I have to say? If you look at every one of these photographs, you know there's something called rights and permissions. Uh-huh. And almost every every single one of these photographers really came to the table and said, "This is so exciting! I remembered when I did this shoot with Joan. You can have it for free." And so everything in here was really donated and was given with love and all for the purpose of sharing and, and, and cataloging the life of this amazing woman. Yeah. How long did you know Joan? I met her, I, it was, I met her my first job out of college, and I was an associate producer on her television show. So I was... 20-something, I guess. Oh, yeah. really? And that was, like, in the early 90s then, Scott? Yeah, well, all right. Let's not get too specific. All right, I'm yeah. sorry. Well, listen, yeah. we were around to watch it. You know, I love, just even at the very beginning of the book, she talks about she stole a thin red book. Yep called showbiz yep. your career in show business from the um, Brooklyn Library and then how she took a photo of herself off the piano yep. and sent it to MGM in Hollywood she always wanted to be something famous and mm-hmm. and an actress in particular and then when that didn't work out it was comedy um, you know I, I think the book is really uh, there's I wanted to 
you know, anyone can do a, a scrapbook, and we've all have scrapbooks of our own at home, maybe, and they don't really tell a story. It's just sort of things glued in in mm-hmm. a timeline, perhaps. But I, I wanted this book to really have um, some arcs and storylines, and and it, and it does. It's really a book of, of hope. I mean, you read this book, and you can't believe how much she went through and how much she had to endure to get where she wanted to be. And it's it's a story of perseverance and dedication. Um, and, and there's also, you know, I think the love story of the Tonight Show years. Yeah. It's so lovely, Scott. You know, when I you think about it, and I heard Melissa doing, you know, both Lori and I saw Melissa on the, some of the talk shows last week talking about this is really, you know, pop culture for the yep. last, you know, 50 years or mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah. and And she stayed relevant in her work ethic and how she kept trying to keep on top and fighting and fighting to be something and keep out there. And we had the luxury of both of us saw her perform. She was on our show several times um, before her death, but seeing her perform, I mean, there is no one that had more command of a room and was funnier. Oh, yep. I, I completely agree. And you're right about the relevancy. I think, you know, so much of her humor was self-depreciating humor. Yes. So it was, um, you know, I'm I'm too fat or I'm ugly or, you know, I'm uh, my, my husband hates me. But uh, throughout each decade, she was also so topical. I mean, the, the jokes about Watergate, Martha Mitchell, how many Martha Mitchell jokes do you have? <laughs> I mean, she really did it all. And, and through women's lib and um, all the way up through the Kardashians, you know, she had her finger on the zeitgeist and the pulse of every um, every sort of moment in cultural history, which I, is why the book is so fascinating. Yeah, it really is. I really, I mean, the th- I, I, we miss her, you know, because oh. we just have missed her since yeah. she's been gone, and we didn't even know her. But the, I would love to have heard. Um, what her joke she would have had about President Trump because she had to have known him from her New York City days. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. yes. And also from Celebrity Apprentice. That's right. And Celebrity right. Apprentice. So it just would have been, I don't know, we just miss her. And uh, the even even when, you know, she went off the air on E! when they took her off the air and took her off the red carpet, we're like, what are they doing? She was the best thing. You know, uh, she started three networks. A television networks. It's unbelievable. I mean, when you really think about the breadth of the work that, that she did, you know, she was hired to start Fox. Right. Um, and then she started QVC, basically. Mm-hmm. And then E! She was the first star on E! You and know? then so, she and Melissa went over to TV Guide, and that turned into B until they got, they just quit doing it. But I mean, it was like, oh, we have something else to go to. Yeah. No, it's it's amazing. She, she never, her career, um, her the pulse on her career and what she chose was was always impeccable and sometimes she she just threw it against the wall and if it stuck great if it didn't she moved on yeah scott this book is so i'm just so it's so fun i mean even her cooking stuff is kind of cracking me up her segment about cooking she has a joke cooking school the first lecture is how to find the kitchen in your house if you're (laughs) jewish it's the room without carpeting (laughs) i mean they're just all so funny did you was there something in particular that you found that you just thought oh i miss this damn woman so much oh yeah i mean so so many things i mean it was um you know when i when i did the sort of 60s through the 70s it was 50s through the 70s it was not it was like a different person really um 
physically and right because um, i didn't know that person but you know as i moved closer to the 80s and then of course the 90s and and our new york years together it was, it was difficult you know um but there's so much of her spirit in this book and that's just sort of what i wanted to relay and for people of all ages i wanted them to know what this woman had accomplished and and how amazing she was you know not many people came up to her, you know, towards the end of her life and says, give me a good Liz Taylor joke, you know, but that was so progressive then to take mm-hmm. somebody like Elizabeth Taylor, the most beautiful woman on earth and one of the most famous movie stars in the world and have fun with her. And what was great about Elizabeth Taylor is she got the joke. Yeah. Unlike today, I think so many people are so politically correct and you have to be so careful. Oh, we miss you know, her. You could never invent someone like Heidi Obramowitz today. <laughs> <laughs> her legs were so far apart, they were pen pals. Right. Oh, <laughs> it reminds me, her last um, interview with David Leonard when she was talking about picking up her vagina or something, I, that was the funniest interview. I mean, David was going crazy. I, she was just so much fun and would say anything. I really, boy, what a treat that you put this together and that you got to work with her. Yeah. yeah. I, I also thought that, um, and she did in, inspire, I think, people, that episode of uh, Joan and Melissa when her friend, her dear friend who passed away and she was spreading his ashes at all the places on Rodeo Drive and at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And, I mean, she just was... So there was something so endearing about who she was. You know, I think the one thread that went through her entire life um, was curiosity. Mm-hmm. She was the most curious person, and she lived every day like it was going to be her last. Mm-hmm. She lived every day to the fullest. And she would come off the stage and uh, and then want to go out to dinner, and then she would wake up for some huge thing in the morning and then she'd want to go see a Broadway show. I said, do you really want to see a Broadway show? Why don't you just rest? And she said, it's a great show. Yeah. She was the way she was. You know, every every minute was packed with an adventure and if there wasn't an adventure, she would find one. She, Yeah, she really would. Well, and this book is like going on an adventure and Julie and I are we're big fans. We had Leslie Bennett on for her, if you want an in-depth you know, really get into what made Joan tick and read mm-hmm. that book. That was, that was an so that good. was so good because and you get a taste of it also in your book with some of these uh pictures and stories, but how you know, she really it took her a long time to become famous and she had to fight over and over and over to be taken seriously. Well and I think you see I I I knew knew her for so long, and believe it or not, I never read one of her biographies while yeah. she was alive. Oh. And I read every single one, including some that weren't biographies. And and I and I was very careful with the quotes that I pulled out because yeah. I think, you know, they really tell her story in her own words. Yes, and, and the struggles as well as the laughter and what she thought about herself and and how she saw the world and how the world saw her. And mm-hmm. and they're really insightful and sort of move the story along and. Um, you know, I, I think someone doing a biography, critical or, or a fan-based biography, is interesting. But I think to let the person actually speak for themselves. And, that's true. You know, this is everything she chose to keep and everything she said. Yeah, that's amazing that she thought to keep all of this, especially like, uh, you know, the Joe Dolly Parton. She's the only person in the world who can shoplift watermelons. I mean, oh, her that's t- one of my favorites. <laughs> that is one of my favorites. I mean... She took Liz Taylor to SeaWorld and she, and she saw Shamu and she said... Does it come with a vegetable? <laughs> I mean, this, 
this book really, I mean, it is just brilliantly beautiful. Elizabeth and the, Taylor wore a yellow dress and six kids tried to board her. Oh. oh. It's it's the best. Oh, Scott. And is is Melissa bummed about um, fashion police not being on anymore? You know, I think it had a great run. I, yeah. I, I, I think, I don't know how you can be... Of course, it, it, it ended, and, you know, you never want anything to end. But right. you look back, and it's like, wow. You know, I think that's one thing she learned from her mom. It, next. Next. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Good. Oh, Next. This what is, are you going to do? Yeah. Yep. What are you going to do? Well, we are going to recommend buying Joan Rivers Confidential, the oh. unseen scrapbooks, Joe cards, personal files, and photos of a very funny woman who kept everything. And you and Melissa put it together. Thanks so much, Scott Curry. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, you're. I so love much. your show. Oh, okay. thank you. All right. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Listen, we we'll, we'll be right back. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with this. Julie and I are fanning ourselves over the Joan Rivers Confidential. It's an amazing book. It really people. is. It really. Oh. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, she was, she's messed. Yeah, something else. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, about seven years ago when we were at the Screen Actor Guild Awards and it was all about Boardwalk Empire, they were, the, this was before Downton Abbey, this, mm-hmm. and I think Boardwalk Empire won a couple years in a row. We saw they that did. casting crew. 2011, 2012. And uh, Paz de la Huerta uh, was on that show and then she was really abruptly written out of that show and we wondered if it was because we had seen her at the Screen Actor Guild Awards basically take over for the cast discussion when the whole cast comes it, in. They want as an ensemble. Mm-hmm. She came over and she seemed like she'd been drinking a lot. Wasted. Yeah. We and, saw her in the bathroom too. Yeah, and her, I mean, she just seemed like a hot mess. Even uh, even when she went up on stage with the cast, yes. right. for those viewers, it was like, ooh. Okay, she was a hot here? mess. And in the bathroom, she was wasted. We remember, we're like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with her? Right. And so, anyway, some news comes out today, and now we're looking back on all of that in hindsight. And, and it makes sense. And it makes sense as to... What she is saying and then how she was reacting. So let's play this story. She starred on HBO's Boardwalk Empire. Now in real life, Paz de la Huerta has joined a growing cast of women accusing Harvey Weinstein of rape. It was seven years ago, back in October 2010. De la Huerta told CBS News the Hollywood mogul offered to give her a ride home to her New York City apartment after a party because the two lived in the same neighborhood. She says Weinstein insisted they have drinks. CBS News reports the pair eventually ended up inside her apartment. That's when the actress alleges Weinstein took off her dress and forced himself on her. He pushed me on the bed. He unzipped his pants and 
and it happened all very suddenly. More than a month later, De La Huerta claimed she confronted Weinstein at the Four Seasons in Los Angeles because she says he would not stop calling her. That December, she says Weinstein showed up in her apartment lobby. She admits she had been drinking, and he ended up in her apartment again, where she says he raped her a second time. More than 50 women have accused Weinstein of sexual misconduct. Weinstein has repeatedly denied any allegations of non-consensual sex. As for the latest allegations, Weinstein has not commented. An NYPD spokesperson tells CBS2 they are aware of the complaints and are actively investigating. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office says a senior sex crimes prosecutor is assigned to the case. So far, no charges have been filed. That's the Special Victims Unit, SVU. SVU. And it sounds so much like Annabella Sciorra's story, but, you know, it... And remember, we were like, she kept saying, nobody, nobody knows how much I've done for this show. Right. I've done for this show. She was only on show. one season. No, no she was on more than one season, yeah, Julia. Like, she was on like sure. three seasons, but then her storyline was just kind of taken out. out. Yeah. I mean, it was like not. I thought they killed her. They did kill her. Yeah, that's how yeah they, they did, but it kind of didn't. I remember yeah. thinking that this seemed like they took her yeah. out because they wanted to write her out of the show. And so I'm wondering... Harvey Weinstein, did he, you know, give her, because she, remember, there were all these stories that came out about how difficult she was? Oh, yeah, and and how, I mean, and we saw her, I mean, twice, and we're just like, wow. Wow, she wow. seems really like, like, we just wrote it off that, you know, she was just wasted and had too much to drink, but maybe she was drinking because she's traumatized over what happened to her and hasn't told anybody, no one believes her, and Harvey's got all this power. I mean, it just it makes sense. Makes all and, and the sense. And she said in the world. after this, she just said after the assault, it put her on a dangerous path, damaging her career as she experienced depression and develop, developed a dependence on alcohol. Uh-huh. She said, I was very traumatized. I felt so disgusted by it with myself. I became a little self-destructed. It was really hard for me to cope. And she met Weinstein when she was only 14 years old. Oh, geez. And she was cast in Cider House Rules, which was oh, um, really? produced by Miramax. Hmm. And the actress, um, but she's best known for a role as Lucy Danziger or whatever on Boardwalk Empire. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you he feel... Was- she was uh, uh, Nookie's uh, mistress, mm-hmm. the, the Steve Buscemi character. And according to her IBD, IMDB page, she was only on it one year. Really? And she was went to the SAGs two years because it got nominated. You know what I mean? But I think there were she was the stories were of her maybe in flashback. She okay. was more than one season. Okay, because Donnie and I watched that yeah, show. Okay, great show. And uh, but you know they sometimes film those things in advance, maybe or something, or out of order, yeah. or whatever, to have the flashback if they knew that. But anyway, it just makes a lot of. Uh, and this yes. is as recent as 2010. So this one is the reason why the New York, um, you know, police can go after him he, the, because the, the statute of limitations isn't up. Yeah, that's amazing. It just he his breath was so his breath or his breath of breath. You know, of how he, many people he accosted? He's he, just foul. It's over 100. And Kevin Spacey. They are going over at Netflix. I mean, his publicist has has quit him. His managers quit him. And now it's coming out on House of Cards that everyone knew that he was constantly grabbing guys. Eight people. Yeah. Are in a CNN report. 
mm-hmm. that they did a special report, but they don't want their identities to be shared. But that what a toxic environment. It yeah, was. that he harassed and assaulted men on always who were down the line, which would have been everybody. And that's Hollywood speak for people that are working underneath your right. position. And yes. he was EVP, yeah. so he's at the yeah. top of the heap. Exactly. And yeah. um, and CNN uh, interviewed the uh, production assistant. And I mean, it's just like... You're like, you can't even... Bl- I don't know if we have time to play the audio. Unfortunately, we don't. We don't, but no. um, the London police have launched a probe into Kevin Spacey. And- At the Victoria Theater, the old Vic- yeah. theater or something in London. You know, there was an article yesterday on Jezebel by a woman who briefly worked for Her- Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. And she said, I took the abuse in many forms and not the sexual harassment. He was a bully. And just what he would say. Everyone said he'd scream at you in front of people, behind people, and so many things. Like, she had just started. And and he yelled at her, "Um, what are you, stupid, when she was giving impact to something? I mean, it's like your first day. What are you, stupid, in front of everybody? And then afterwards, some of her colleagues said, you're too weak. You have to stick up to him. But it's like, who expects to hear that from... Well, bullying isn't against the law in the workplace. And that was what a lot of people were just like, well, Harvey's just a bully. But they, you know, he was a bully all the way around. I mean, he was bullying people in their own showing up at their houses, then barging in. And going on the sets of all the movies and changing them and firing people. I think people, it's good riddance for everybody. Well, I I don't know how Kevin Spacey is going to come Back. back from this because because also, he's only considering treatment well and also you know the other thing is that gawker had a story on this two years ago that house of cards there were all and it was just ignored overlooked so there By could Netflix be company yep yeah so it could be that there could be some other legal ramifications but right oh dear bread and beer julia donnie's gonna make us play a game next <laughs> <laughs>